Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. This episode of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker was originally recorded during a coronavirus lockdown. So, Eleanor, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, thank you for having me. Um, I'm very excited to be here. My name is Eleanor and I um, started an Instagram account called Come Dine With Elle, where I post recommendations for local businesses in Newcastle. And it's just a hobby at the moment, but I really enjoy doing it. And her blog is fantastic. And if you haven't already had a look, because it will be in the show notes, you should have a look now. Thank you. Thanks. Um, what about some food questions? I'd love to answer some food questions. <laughs> They're my favourite type of question. Mine too. Funny that. <laughs> so what did you have for supper last night? Well, I wouldn't call it supper, but I would call it dinner, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Um, I, had, um, I had a chicken pie. And I have to say that I don't like pies at all, but there's this one pie that my mum makes and it's the only pie I will ever eat. Um, And she makes it with, it's like a creamy chicken pie with, but she puts all kinds of vegetables in it, leeks, carrots, peas, and it's just the best thing ever. And she makes these little pastry hearts and puts little pastry hearts on the top. It's just so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> it's the only pie I will ever have. I don't like any other pies. But I had that last night and it was very delicious. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I agree with you about pies. I'm a bit picky about them. My favourite pie is mm-hmm. turkey pie with stuffing and... Cranberry sauce in it. Cranberry sauce in a pie. I don't think Christmas I've ever seen pie. That Christmassy, that is. Have they got some sprouts in there as well? No. No, that would ruin <laughs> the pie mixture. No. Yes. They're on the side, but I will avoid them. Yeah. Do you not like them? Are you a are you a sprout hater? Yeah. Oh no. I know. And even at the ripe old age of twenty one, I still have to try them. <laughs> Just in case your taste buds have changed and yeah. suddenly you like them, you have to try them every Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I've already gone on a tangent. Back to the next question. Okay. What was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? Um, this one I thought about for a long time because I don't think I had any favourite foods when I was younger. Um, we just kind of ate like classic home cooked meals like toad in the hole uh, shepherd's pie sausage and mash like that kind of like pub grub type food so I don't know if that was my favorite but that's what I remember the most of so I'm just I'm gonna go with that I'm gonna go with lovely warm home cooked food (laughs) they're all great so Okay, what was your favourite restaurant or place to eat at when you were growing up? Okay, Uh, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this one, but I have a good reason. Um, My favourite place when I was younger was McDonald's. 
Love it. And only because it was so rare that I would ever have McDonald's. People literally think I'm over-exaggerating when I say that I never, ever, ever had a takeaway at home when I was younger. We would have McDonald's like once a year on a very special occasion. So to me, having a McDonald's was like the sign of this is a very special day, a once in a year event. (laughs) So having a McDonald's was really special to me. And that was my favorite place to go, even though I never, never really went there. It was still my favorite. (laughs) It meant a lot to me. (laughs) Because when you're little, it's the dream, especially if you had parents like ours by the sound of it, that didn't do McDonald's very often. I think when we were little, we only ever had McDonald's on a very rare occasion. It sounds very similar. I can't... So yeah, that's I can't. the same, because everyone is so shocked when I tell them that I never really had any. And we lived in a tiny, tiny little village that didn't even have any shops. There was one church and no streetlights, and that was it. Yep. So nowhere would deliver to us. Yep. We weren't in the radius for any takeaways. So the only thing I would have was occasionally a McDonald's, like once a year, so... It was amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's amazing that people can get takeaways because I'm still in that I'm still in that position. We live in a very small village and yeah. we don't get takeaways delivered. Oh, no. See, now I live in the city, you can have any food you want any hour of the day, so that's not really <laughs> the thing anymore. I don't that utilize would, it enough. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's a step up. It is. Yeah. Love that. Okay, so what is your current favourite kind of food? Um, This is an easy one. Hands down, Indian food, without a doubt. I love curries. I love vegetable samosas. I love onion bhajis. I love mango chutney. I just love all of it. It's my go-to. If someone says, what restaurant do you want to go to? I always say an Indian I wholeheartedly agree. Indian Yay. is the best takeaway or meal. It is. 100%. <laughs> I don't understand people that don't like spicy food. I mean, you don't have to have a spicy curry, but I still, I don't get, I don't understand. People say they don't like spices. No, I know. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Strong choice. I'll, I'll make everything spicy if I can. <laughs> I think we do as well, to be fair. <laughs> okay, if we weren't in lockdown, what uh-huh. is your current favourite place or restaurant to eat at? Hmm. Um, at the moment, well, since I've moved to Newcastle, I would say this restaurant called Fat Hippo Burgers. And Great name. Used, it is an amazing name. They used... I think they came from Newcastle because there used to just be two restaurants here and one in Durham. But now they have um, a restaurant in Sheffield and Manchester and Leeds. So they're they're taking over. They're spreading out. But they are incredible. They're like massive burgers. Wow. With all the toppings and all kinds of sauces and just like... That's the only meal you could eat for the whole day because you can't eat anything else. It's Amazing. So but it's great when you just want a really big, juicy burger. Yeah. Lovely. 
And I have had it in lockdown because they are open for takeaway. So I haven't missed out on my Fat Hippo burgers. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> what is your current favourite vegetable? Oh, um, I've, I think if anyone says anything other than potato, then they're kidding themselves. <laughs> because <laughs> it can come in so many forms. Like if you pick something like a carrot or a broccoli like I love those but there isn't really much you can do with them it's just they kind of come as they are whereas with potato you can have mash fries hash browns crisps even they're just so versatile aren't they it's yeah. got potato <laughs> good <Can't> answer <laughs> okay so what is your current favorite biscuit um I'm not really a biscuit person so I kind of panicked when I read this question (laughs) um only because out of cake and chocolate and biscuits and all of the yummy sweet naughty things I prefer chocolate over everything so I'm never going to buy, it sounds really weird, my logic. I'm never going to buy cake or biscuits or anything else when I could just buy the thing that I prefer the most. Yeah. So I always buy chocolate. I never buy anything else like that. And if I had to pick a biscuit, it would be Fox's Chocolate Rounds. Yeah. But I think that's only because they're like 90% chocolate and there isn't really that much (laughs) (laughs) it is chunky chocolate isn't it there isn't really that much biscuit in there so I think that's the only reason that's my favorite biscuit they're good though they are good they are good and I like the ones at Christmas you can get two different chocolates like they swirl them don't they sometimes milk and white chocolate and they just look yeah more fancy for Christmas good answer even though it was mostly chocolate based but I agree chocolate is fantastic so you can I'll get you can have that thank you I just feel like it's better than a biscuit so I'm not gonna you know waste my time eating a biscuit when I could eat chocolate instead fair enough (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna sound really weird to some people especially people who like dunking their biscuits in their tea you can't really go chocolate can you (laughs) chocolate and tea don't go well together just melt yeah or you just have to shovel it in really fast yeah that's my tactic me too (laughs) okay so who is your current favorite chef um well I was thinking about this and I used to really like Heston Blumenthal yeah when he was on telly because I thought that he was really fun and he made crazy things that made cooking look really exciting and it was like a science experiment and I really liked it but I never see him on telly anymore I don't know where he's gone so (laughs) I'm gonna maybe he's retired I don't know (laughs) I'm gonna pick pick, um Gordon Ramsay because yeah I mean that's just a classic choice but my reasoning is that I don't watch a lot of cooking programs, yeah. even though I like food a lot. I like going out to eat and going to new places rather than cooking at home. So the posts that I post on my Instagram aren't really a lot of home cooking. Um, 
So I don't really watch a lot of cooking shows, but Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares isn't really a cooking show. It's an entertainment reality kind of show, isn't it? You wouldn't really call it a cooking show. So I like I like that. That's fun. I think he's actually nice. I think he's a nice man. Like yeah. from his interviews and stuff, he seems very nice. And I would like to be his friend because he has a massive house in Cornwall. Yeah. So he's my favourite. He just seems like a lovely person. Yeah. When he's like shouting and swearing at everybody. Yeah. But I don't think part of an act is not really that's what people like to see. So I think it's kind kind of a persona. But I think his kitchen nightmares is entertaining. It's great, isn't it? But he's not gonna shout at his friends, so he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. If I ever befriend Gordon Ramsay, then I don't think we'll get into an argument. <laughs> we could just go surfing together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? Okay, so I don't really own that many cookbooks. Um, I had a lot of baking books when I was younger. Um, I used to bake a lot of things. Being an only child, I didn't have any siblings to play with, so I baked a lot. <laughs> um, but I don't really own any cookbooks anymore. I tend to use the recipes from, you know, those magazines you pick up from Tesco or Waitrose. Yeah. Or, I, I like the recipes in them. So I take I rip out the pages that I like and then I put them in a folder <laughs> to keep that. them. Um, and I haven't made anything recently, but yesterday I was looking through the Easter Tesco magazine and they had a really nice meatball tray bake thing in there. So Ooh. that's what I'm going to cook next. So I don't have a recent favourite one, but that's going to be a future favourite. <laughs> okay. Well, I like that. Thank well. you. <laughs> okay so which is your favorite ring on the hob i love this question <laughs> why does everyone have a favorite ring on the hob like where does that come from that's that's my whole question like you don't think about it and then when someone asks you because i don't think many people would ask that question just me no. uh, <laughs> i was like which is your favorite because everyone has a favorite they just don't talk about it so what's yours? My favourite is um, the back left out Why? of the I don't really have a reason. I just gravitate <laughs> to that one the most. Um, I don't like putting anything on the front of the hob because it worries me that I might knock it off, especially Fair if the hand sticking out. Never stick the handle out because um, you're going to knock it off. I don't, I don't know. I just like at the front worries me and then out of the back I don't know I just always put it on that one maybe it's because it's the bigger one out of the two and I just think you can put any pan on it then can't you whether the pan's big or small yeah whereas you can't you can't put a big pan on a small hob but you can put a small pan on a big hob it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) back left what's yours um so Oh, this is going to be different for two different places. So at home, yeah, it's the middle, front middle, because there's six, because it's like um, oh, wow. a yeah, massive a oven. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the front middle. 
because yeah. it's just the most easy. Um, yeah. And then I, I don't know why I'm telling you about this, but I think at uni, because mm-hmm. I moved home, well, it's almost a year since I moved home, so I'm not really sure why I'm telling you about the uni hall. But <laughs> <laughs> there would be the front left because... Yeah. But I get you about the whole knocking it off. Uh-huh. I would turn the handle in so that I couldn't knock it off. So That's I would, you yeah. should always do that. You should always do that. And then I've had incidences where I've, I've accidentally turned on the hob next to the one I was using, the one that the handle was over, accidentally... No. And then I picked up the handle and the handle had got really hot because it was over the hot hob and I didn't realise I'd accidentally. So that was a bad, bad yeah. time. So I have it at the back where I can't knock it off and the handle to the side off the hob where it's not going to get accidentally heated up by me knocking the hob knobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you did that by accident. A lot of the time, this is a very silly thing to tell people and now just telling the world um is that i'll take something out the oven with oven gloves yeah. obviously but then yeah. i'll do i'll go on my phone or do something else and then i'll come back and then i think i can touch that even though oh, I've done that. I've done although that. it's it's recently out the oven so it's still gonna be hot but i still think yeah. my brain goes you can touch that but i don't just, touch it yeah. Yeah. i go to it and then i'm like no <laughs> we've all been there we've all been there you just forget like if you think that you're not physically taking it out of the oven then if it's just on the side you think oh it's fine it's on the side (laughs) (laughs) okay on to the final meal questions okay i'm excited about this i actually got really hungry like (laughs) thinking about (laughs) what i was gonna have I, I thought I wasn't going to be able to decide and then I decided and I got really hungry <laughs> and I want this to be possible but it's not well I could make it possible but it'd be a lot of effort <laughs> okay it's your final meal ever you have no boundaries on how much you can eat what will you be having and why so what is your starter or starters of choice my starter I just want to say first off that I will never eat a starter in a restaurant. I think that they are pointless. I think that for the ones that I have had, I've paid about seven pounds. This is like a standard price for a starter around here. And it's just like a tiny bit of food, like hardly anything comes on the plate. And I think I could have got a whole main for that somewhere else. So in general, I disagree with them. I think they're just a way for you to spend extra money in the restaurant. They've invented them as a money making scheme. Okay. <laughs> so I'm against them. But if I have to, if I'm not <laughs> paying for one, if I'm not paying and I'm not going to get full, then I will take this opportunity to have duck pancakes because yes. I love duck pancakes, even though they don't go with the rest of my meal. That's fine. Um, I do love them. I just think they're so simple. Like they're only like a few ingredients, but they're just so tasty. And then you get that like crunch from the cucumber. And yeah. The t- the tanginess from the sauce and I just think it goes so well together so I'm gonna have a platter 
of duck pancakes. I want a whole duck as well. If I'm not yeah. getting full from this meal, yeah, you can't. Then I will have a whole duck. That's a to great myself. starter. Any others? No, just one. I've just gone for one. I'm not being greedy, even though I'm having a whole duck. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the whole duck idea sounds great. I just think they're so tasty. Yeah. I don't have uh, I don't have Chinese food that often, but when I do, I can't eat it without having duck pancakes. That would be Me a too. <laughs> I'm so glad you agree. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your duck pancakes? I'm going to start my meal with a classic punk IPA. Yeah. Found in most establishments. <laughs> uh, I think it's lovely. I, I like Brewdog as a whole. Uh, we have a Brewdog restaurant in Newcastle, which I think is great. And I just think, I mean, even though Punk IPA is probably the most popular one, um, I actually think it's the best. I yeah. really like it. Good so I'm going to start off my meal with that. It's quite filling as well. I feel like duck pancakes aren't very filling, but beer to me is very filling. Fills yeah. me up. So I thought, you know, I'm not having a very filling food, so I'll have a, a filling drink. <laughs> I like the logic. Thank you. I've thought about this a lot, as you can yeah, tell. Yeah, I can tell. Love that. <laughs> Thank you for planning this. <laughs> okay, what will you be having for your main or mains of choice? I'm going to have... Right, I struggled with this one because I struggled to commit to... I mean, I know you said mains. I could have more than one main, but yeah. I just chose one. Um, I struggled to commit to one meal because I thought if I choose one thing, then I am saying no to every other single meal on the planet. Yeah. Which kind of blows my mind to just pick one main. So you can have multiple. But, but I did it. No, I did it. I chose one. Um, there's this restaurant in Newcastle called Lola Jeans, uh, yeah. which is lovely. And they do this steak platter, which I've only had once, um, but I will be having it again because I have booked to go there next month. You have sliced steak and then it's got um, a big bowl of chips and a bowl of salad and some flatbreads and like three different sauces and it's just a great idea because you can like dip your chips you can make a little wrap if you want to you yeah. can have different flavors with your steak um and I also foraged a photo of it that I took last year so I could show you that's it looks what, amazing that's what I want to have exactly that okay well I mean, I'm going to have to have that photo to put with your episode because no one else will understand what I've just just lovingly witnessed. Witnessed. It has to be a rare steak. I want lots of juice flowing from the steak. You can't have it any other way. <laughs> you really can't. I agree um, with, with French people here because if you go to France and you order a steak... Um, my my uh, dad once tried to order a well done steak in France and they refused him. They will <laughs> literally refuse to cook it anywhere past rare because they think that is just crazy. So if you go and have a steak in France, 
you'll have to have it rare because they won't do it any other way and I agree with them <laughs> that's so good I love that it's like no absolutely yeah, not no. I'm the chef I'm doing it my way yeah <laughs> They disagree with the customer is always right in France. <laughs> Fair enough. No, we're doing it the French way. <laughs> okay, and what drink will we be having with this steak platter? Um, okay, so I think the steak platter is quite hearty. So I'm going to yeah. go with a light and refreshing lychee martini. Ooh, fancy. Just the best. I love lychee in any form. I think it's incredible. So exotic. Um, And it's just light and crisp. Perfect. I had a lychee martini once. I can't remember where. I wish I remembered where I had it because it was amazing. Uh, But if there is a lychee cocktail or a lychee dessert on a menu, I will always have it. Always. (laughs) Not had a lychee cocktail before that sounds amazing you're missing out it's really good have you had a a fresh lychee ever yeah yeah they taste very different to like uh, a cocktail or a drink that you would have but no they look so weird don't they little yeah (laughs) spiky yeah i now need to try them oh you should try and make one you could make one yeah i could that's my, my new project. <laughs> okay, and what sides will you be having? Um, okay, so the same with starters. I don't think that sides are necessary. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I ever have one, it will usually be like just chips or a salad to share on the table. Um, but I really love this place in Newcastle called Redhead's Mac and Cheese, um, which is incredible. And it's the only place I'll have mac and cheese because I'm not really a fan of it. I think I just, I don't think it's that good mac and cheese. People obsess over it. And I don't think it's that good. I know, I know. Uh, I'm going to get death threats. I'm going to get death threats. But I do think that redheads know how to do it. It's incredible. And I also have another photo to show you, which I can send to you, just so you can picture what I am talking about. This is what I'm talking about. That looks amazing. This is the sticky beef mac and cheese pop. The um, the the meat is just like slow cooked and tender. And it just melts in your mouth, and then they put like sliced spring onion on the top and loads of parmesan, and it's just so creamy. It's amazing. I mean, the tubs are huge. I can never eat a whole one to myself, so I couldn't have a whole tub of mac and cheese on the side of my steak platter but um I'd have to have a little bit unless this is of course I'm never getting full from this meal then I'll have a whole one I'll indulge (laughs) it's really good they do so many good flavors they do um a chorizo one which my mum loves um they do specials as well they did a lobster one recently which I didn't try um but they're really good I rate them amazing 
<laughs> and what drink are you having with your side? Um, my drink, I would like pineapple juice, please. Because Fair it's enough. just my favourite juice. I love it. I have it every morning on my birthday because it's my favourite. So <laughs> I'm going to have some pineapple juice. I'm going to lay off the alcohol. I had a punk IPA. I had a cocktail. I'm going to just have some juice now, please. Great plan. <laughs> to try and sober up. <laughs> and what will you be having for your dessert or pudding? Puddings of choice. Um, okay, so in in a real life situation, I wish that we could just skip to this part. I wish that I could just go into a restaurant and order three desserts instead of yes. having a starter or a dessert because I have such a sweet tooth. It's 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 bad to have such a sweet tooth, um, and I can't decide what dessert to have. So I'm gonna have a trio of desserts. I'm gonna have yes. The- so I don't know whether you'll count this as one or three because I'm not having three full-size desserts I'm having when you order in a restaurant a a trio of desserts yeah so technically one because they all come on the same plate yeah Um, Yeah. but you can feel free to decide (laughs) (laughs) I'm being um so I'm going to choose a mini lemon posset yeah Love lemon flavour, so light and refreshing. It's just perfect at the end of a very steak, cheesy, pastry meal to have a bit of lemon. Um, I'm going to have a mini brownie because yes. brownie, brownies are just one of the best things to exist in the world. Agreed. <laughs> um, but it's got to be gooey. It can't be like a just like a cake. It can't just be a chocolate cake. It's got yes. to be gooey and it's got to have thick chunks in it. One chunk of chocolate inside. So that's what I'm requesting. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, and, and then my third is the lemon posset with any shortbread biscuits. <sighs> yeah. Oh no! It's just like just like a lemon mousse. It's not a cheesecake. No, but are they on the side, or are you just having the posset? Oh no, no biscuits, no biscuits here, Jemima. <laughs> this is a biscuit-free zone. <laughs> I'll okay. have some chocolate on the side. <laughs> so lemon posset, brownie with chunks. Brownie. That sounds amazing. And yeah. what now? What's the final one? The finale is a mini caramel cheesecake. Ooh. Uh, it could be salted caramel. I never really considered the option. Maybe just normal caramel, but definitely cheesecake because, I mean, in a normal restaurant, I normally go for either cheesecake or brownie. If one yeah. of them are on the menu, then I'm having it. If both of them are on the menu, then I have a tough time <laughs> deciding <laughs> And I'll normally have half and half with whoever I'm with. Great if plan. Um, but, you know, I'll get to have both. So I'm going to have a mini lemon posset, a mini brownie and a caramel cheesecake. Sounds fantastic. I are you having any um, ice cream or custard or anything with the brownie? No, no just, no, just on its own. 
Yeah, maybe a bit of chocolate sauce drizzled. Yeah. And a strawberry. Yes. Let's add some more fruit in there. That could be one of the <laughs> ideas. That strawberry on top of the brownie. <laughs> and what it's great for indecisive people, you know. Pardon? It's great for indecisive people if you just have a trio. <laughs> a bit exactly. of everything. I mean, that's why I made up this idea that you can have multiple because the idea of just having one thing just makes me really like, nervous. So I'm like, why do I choose it wrong? It's <laughs> <So>. true. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's hard to commit to just one meal. <laughs> yeah, so we don't do that. So <laughs> thank you for your trio. That sounds fantastic. And what drink are you having with it? I'm going to have um, some elderflower cordial because nice. I really like elderflower. I don't feel like people appreciate it enough, elderflower flavour. Um, and my grandma used to make her own elderflower cordial. She would go and pick the elderflower and then she would put it in a big jug with water and sugar and other things and leave it for like a week. <laughs> And make her own. So, if possible, I would like some of my grandma's elderflower cordial, please. Aww, that's <laughs> so lovely. My mum still makes elderflower cordial. That's amazing. I haven't tried to make it on my own. I only used to make it with her, but my friend did it in the summer, and I think I'm going to give it a go this year. Yes, definitely. If you can, let me know if you try it. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> and... Will you be partaking in a cheese board? Um, I I will have some cheese, but I won't be having a cheese board. If what I can, cheese? can I choose what goes on it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I'm not really a massive cheese fan. I do really like certain cheeses. There's a handful of cheeses I like. Yeah. When I was thinking of my options, I just thought people are going to think that I don't really like food because I said I don't really <laughs> care for starters. I think sides are pointless and I don't want a cheese board. <laughs> and I don't really like biscuits. I just said no to everything. Um, but I really, really am in love with Brie wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I would like a big just a whole round circle of brie um, yeah. with all of the crackers, all of the different crackers, especially those hovis ones that yeah. are basically a digestive biscuit. They're really nice. Um, and I also buy this mango chutney that I really like from Morrison's and that goes well with brie. So I'd like some brie and mango chutney, please. Any other cheeses or just brie? Just a just whole, a whole just a whole big round brie to mm. myself. The size of my face. <laughs> yeah. When in Christmas has gone by, obviously not last Christmas, but Christmas yeah. previously, mum would allow us, my mother would allow us to buy a whole round brie just for wow. Christmas. And yeah. um, I'd say I eat probably 70% of it. <laughs> I'm the same I don't tend to buy it all year round but then at Christmas I you know I'm reminded that I love it <laughs> I, I buy it all year round um, I love brie I do quite like the seasonal cheeses that come out I remember seeing a cheese 
shaped like a Christmas tree, which I thought was quite wonderful. I liked that, like uh, playful cheeses. <laughs> but in general, I just stick to brie and cheddar, really, and quite boring. I don't like very many Good cheese. choices, though. <laughs> Classics. And what drink are you having to end the whole meal? Oh, I never considered this. I'm going to be really boring and just choose some tap water, please. Because I'd, like, I'd like to cleanse my palate. Yeah. You know? And I'll probably be very thirsty and alcohol doesn't really uh, hydrate you, does it? It makes you more no. thirsty. Yeah. So after all this, I'm going to just want to wash it all down with some clean, crisp tap water. Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> And now for biscuit of the week, which I'm quite scared about because you don't like biscuits. <laughs> I do like biscuits. I just prefer other things. Fair enough. So if you haven't had any biscuits yeah. this week, which I assume is a no. I have not had any biscuits this week. You guessed right. <laughs> then um, what do you rate the chocolate you've had this week out of 10? Oh, Okay. Um, so some new chocolate actually arrived at my door about an hour ago. Um, Amazing. Very excited about these. This company called Raw Chocolate. Yeah. Um, it's uh, gluten-free and dairy-free and all of that stuff. And I tried a bit of one. I got three different flavours and I tried a bit of the milk chocolate with pink Himalayan salt, which was very tasty, very smooth. Uh, you wouldn't know it was vegan or dairy-free or you know, gluten-free or any of that. That's good. That's um, good. It was very nice. It was very tasty. And I'm excited to try the other two. I can't remember the flavours that I bought, but they are downstairs waiting for me in the cupboard. And what do you rate that one out of 10? Um, I'm going to go with a seven because I liked the flavour, but I prefer chocolate that has things in you know, yes. some nuts in it or some filling inside or something on the top. So it looked normal, like a normal chocolate bar. Did taste very nice, but I think I prefer something a bit more exciting. Yeah. Uh, any other chocolate this week? Too many to remember. Many. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did get a box of Hotel Chocolat for my birthday last month And I'm still making my way through that I've got a few left Fancy. Normally I would eat them all in one day But I've been very good And I've had one a day And I've eked them out for a long time So I've only got a handful left <laughs> I'm very impressed They're very fancy and very delicious So Yeah, very impressed with myself <laughs> Yeah Thank you And what do you rate those out of 10? Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 <laughs> out of Incredible. Exquisite. <laughs> Good answer. Okay, do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Um, I do. There's so many that I would love to talk about, but that would be a whole nother podcast. We can do um, that. So <laughs> I'm going to just say Karmarama. Uh, for anyone that is in the northeast, um, they do the best palmos I've ever had, and a lot of people won't know what a palmo is. Jemima, do you know what a palmo is? I've heard of it. 
we don't it's a new thing when I came up here I'd never ever heard of one and I remember that we ordered a takeaway the first day that we moved in because you know after you've moved in you don't want to cook anything so we just yeah. ordered and I saw on the menu this thing called a parmesan and I was like what is a parmesan other than parmesan cheese yeah I was, I was intrigued at this uh so I ordered one not knowing what it was at all um my mum didn't venture my mum just got a pizza she was playing it safe <laughs> <laughs> I ordered it and it came and it was a um breaded like crispy chicken breast yeah with Bechamel sauce on it and then covered in melted cheese. So the sauce kind of sits under the melted cheese in like a pocket. You wouldn't know it was there until you cut the chicken. And it comes normally with fries and a bit of salad, chili and garlic sauce. It's incredible. And it doesn't exist anywhere else outside of the Northeast. So you guys are all missing out. I'm so glad I moved here for the Palmos. Um, and there's this uh, company called Parmarama that uh, do pop-ups around in their little van. They don't have an official like base, um, yeah. but you can just get them, you know, from little car parks when they do pop-ups. And it's just the best, the best Parma I've had to date. And I'm having another one in a couple of weeks' time. I can't wait. <laughs> I tell a lie. I did yeah. actually know what one of them was but when you said the name I was like I recognize it I recognize it I can't picture what it is but my friend yeah. Lauren who's been on the podcast um she uh-huh. has she said that as part of her final meal so I did oh, know did what she? one of them was wow. they're obviously that good it's a good point they so are they, really good they are you could have lots of different flavors of them um I quite like having a spicy one because I like spicy yeah. food. So sometimes you'll get one that's got pepperoni and jalapenos on it on the melted in the cheese. Amazing. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Any other local businesses? That's it. I'm just going to rate Parmarama and tell everyone to go and look at Parmarama and get one if you can. So <laughs> when I eventually get out of lockdown and can travel around the UK... I shall yeah. go and try one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm up here and just have a parmo and then get back on the train and go home. <laughs> <laughs> they are good. If you are ever here, then do get one. <laughs> and as we finish that part of the podcast, where can uh-huh. people find you? Um, you can find me at Come Dine With Al on Instagram. Um, I also have a blog, which the link is in my Instagram bio. So you can go on my Instagram and click on the link. And I write lots of fun articles about all my favourite places in Newcastle and lovely food that you can eat. <laughs> and everyone should go and have a look because it's fantastic. And I'm not being biased. It is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. That makes me very happy. (laughs) Fellow foodies. So, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been so fun. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. And now I'm really, really hungry. So I can't wait for my dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. What are you going to have? Have you decided? No. I had a massive lunch. I had risotto for lunch. (laughs) Oh, I love risotto. Oh, 
maybe I should have picked that. (laughs) 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 Too many things to think about. Too many things. Did you have for lunch? Uh, I had. Uh, I wasn't really feeling like a big meal, so I had lots of little snacks. I made a plate of hummus, carrots, cucumber. I had an egg on it. I had some mozzarella. I had um, sugar snap peas, loads of vegetables and things. Like a picnic on a plate. Yeah, like a mini picnic. I did. I had some Doritos on there. Just felt like snacking, really. I had a big plate of snacks. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And bye. Bye. How fantastic was that episode with Eleanor? I absolutely loved chatting to her about all things food. It was so fun. And I absolutely loved how much she had planned her final meal. That was that just gave me so much joy. Anyway, I really hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode and you would like to subscribe to the podcast, why don't you do that using your podcast playing platform? There should be a subscription button somewhere. And then that means you can get a new episode of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker every Sunday. So that's very exciting. If you would like to see some more behind the scenes of the podcast and get to know information earlier than you would if you just subscribed to the podcast platform, is you can follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Instagram is my favourite platform um, and I think that's where some exciting things are. If you like a casual chatty story, that's... um, that's very fun. Um, anyway, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you next Sunday with next Sunday's episode. So bye. series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat.